who do you think is your equivalent Pokemon? Like my partner Pokemon or the Pokemon I am? The Pokemon that you are and you can't Snorlax. say the, the phrase. I was going to say Snorlax. Dang it. <laughs> you can't say what phrase. You when you uh, it's like a Native oh, American yes, phrase. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I would go with Snorlax as well. Uh, yeah. Um, that or I mean, if I thought harder, I'd probably say like I, mean, I would say maybe coughing because of all of the uh, um, bad gas clouds I produce. Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with an I and zero S. And if you want to watch the show on YouTube, you can find us at YouTube.com slash at Namely90s. Finally, if you'd like to support the show, head over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with an I and zero S, and get signed up for one of those support levels. Well, um, how are you? Hopefully better than that uh, Silicon Valley bank that Twitter torpedoed, right? Is Twitter the reason for that? Apparently panic on Twitter led to that or something. Well, I mean, it makes sense if you're like, oh, hey, I'm a big company. I just withdrew, tried to withdraw my funds and uh, apparently they don't have enough liquid money to cover me. Well, for a bank that has all that money because of all the plastic surgery that is done in that area, I mean... Well, actually, I, I was. Did you hear the reason why um, more or less reputable news sources, such as like say Fox News, uh, think the the bank went Bright down? Bart, yeah. What was that? They they were too woke. Um, they yeah. Were, mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. too woke. They were they just finished celebrating LGBTQ Month or something, um, which it wasn't. It was Women's Month, and. Uh, <laughs> the the CEO is a woman, comma, who supports uh, trans rights. So too woke. That's why they failed. Um, the citation for that is infowars.com. Uh, you could actually just find it. Find Fox News because that's not an actual credible source. But that's where that's what, uh, they did a clip package of it on the Daily Show. Uh, Cal Penn's on this week, so he like interviewed Biden. Right. Um, but yeah, I was just like, this can't. I mean, of course it is. Of course that's what they think. But I was like, how? Where? How did we reach this point? As I said, I said, Infowars, Fox mm. News. That's what I said. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, well, it's been a bit, hasn't it? Has it been a week? A little bit more than a week? I don't remember. Less than a week. You were kind of sick last time. Well, no, it was like, a, it wasn't like a, it's, we recorded last Tuesday. Oh. Um, and it's okay. currently Tuesday. Boy, how time flies. Yeah. You, you literally do not remember the last episode. 
Have you uh, survived the atmospheric river? There's one going on right now. If listeners listen closely enough, you might be able to hear it pass our microphone filters. Um, Atmospheric river. Yeah, this is the third one we've had. Uh, you, You know, I think it's just a term for... Hey, we're California. We were in a drought and we never thought we'd see water again. So raining AF. Yeah, we weren't prepared for when it actually did come back um, because the ground has been dry, so it can't absorb the water. So hitting hitting it with so much water that it can't absorb it is doing some bad things. And for some reasons, despite either side is still mad at the governor for some reason Mm -hmm. about the rain or the water or covid or masks yeah both sides yeah yeah exactly it's 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 a disaster and and, well a natural disaster if you will (laughs) 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 anyway um what's new um let's see i was sexually harassed at karaoke the other night oh sexually harassed um by another man i presume no by my woman well, on a okay. date with a, with a, a different woman. Well, it's better than the time the homeless guy punched you on the date. I know, right? But almost <laughs> okay. So it was the same homeless guy, but he was sexually harassing you. Yeah, he he managed to get in past the bouncer, and uh, things got weird again. Uh, well, okay, so bouncer's right. Long story short, the karaoke night we were at is kind of like it's a Sunday night, so it's like. Um, most a lot of restaurants aren't open on Monday, so all their um, staff it's like an industry type thing where they go out and just party Sunday night. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, uh, w- one person comes in with a big crew, and uh, every time she would go to the bar, uh, she would unbutton a button on my shirt. <laughs> Uh, wow yes um because the bartenders were wearing like three buttons down uh and matching paisley shirts for some reason uh but uh so she was like you gotta you gotta be able to match those guys might get a tip i'm like i don't like where this is going just immediately you'll start looking like a lounge lizard (laughs) yes uh so but you know it was all in good fun and my uh my date was was laughing at it too so I mean, it was I, for charity right wait yeah me no uh so naturally i was i was playing into it and then two more went go, disappeared one more by, by the end of the night i had like the deepest v i've ever had on myself and then she slipped me a five into my open the v deepest v yeah so that's that was my story from karaoke. Also, I didn't start the timer, so I don't know where we are. <laughs> yeah, just guess. Um, okay. Good. But, yes. Um, I would say we're like around six minutes, but uh, yeah, that that was that was something that happened to me. What happened to you in the last week? Mm, let's see. Well, I worked a bunch. Um, we uh, did a software changeover at work. That was that was exciting. Everyone loved everyone loves change. Oh yeah, and you found that to be true, especially I, when it comes to technology. Remember Obama? He was about change. Thanks, Obama. Um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. We had a one of the people coming to implement it was from London. Ah, so, but he had a very London proper down. proper British accent. You know, guys in the age do listen to our regular show too. Yeah. 
So they'll be able to judge and critique your 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 London yeah, accent. Yeah, it, it was very proper. Very I proper. Know. I mean, because it, it kind of runs ch- the gamut. You'd be like, "Hello, Gavner." I'm charmingly befuddled. We're here to install your software. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we even listen to Andrew slip into his offensive English accent. It's really bad. I, I fully, fully admit that. I know. I think you, they, they've said you, you have better English accents than I do. We were talking about the fact the date format was day, month, year, which like is logical. But yeah. in the US, we do month, day, year. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like being apologetic about it. I'm like, well, us Americans. And I was like, wait a second. Why are you? And I actually said this. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second. You guys can't decide on the Imperial versus metric system. You're like miles for this, <clears throat> gallons for that, kilometers for this, meters for that. You guys are out of the, you're out of control. Leaders. It, I, they literally, they calculate miles per gallon, but I believe they actually use the unit of liters to dispense gasoline. Well, because beer comes from Germany and they use metric. Well, I guess they have their own beer, but they're all drunk. Well, I just need to know. Maybe Gas and Dane can shed some light on the dichotomy between the imperial and metric systems. I'll ask them. I mean, they have, we, we should be having a quote nineties from them next week. So, I mean, the English did invent imperialism pretty much. So no, that's not true, uh, but they definitely perfected it. Okay. I'm just digging a hole here. Well, Top of the morning, you chaps. <laughs> listening to Chatterbox sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I had a response. I don't remember what it was. Um, Meanwhile, we can't stop shooting our own citizens. So, you know, there is that yep. here in the old US of A. Fantastic. Um, Bullets don't kill people. Death kills people. Medical fact, you can't die from a bullet. I think this is the third week we've started. <laughs> yeah, okay, stop. But it's <clears throat> so ridiculous. Like I'm listening to this. It's from like 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's all still so applicable today. Well, but they probably recorded it from whatever. It's oh, still okay. so applicable today. That's the, the sad thing. Yeah. Anyway. Applicable, 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 applicable. I've heard I'm stalling ways. so you can chew. Uh, <laughs> that's stupid. What? Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. What else? Anything on the horizon for the podcast? I don't think so. Just continued alternations between deep dives and uh, variety shows. Um, I don't know what the variety show is next week, but I do know uh, that I'm going to be doing two deep dives in a row. Uh, right. I forgot and about slash that. or we're going to go back to the specials format for um, one one episode. Because of the Mario movie that's coming out in two weeks. Sure. Tech, yeah. yeah. And my availability has been quite poor between work and travel. So that should loosen mm. up a little bit here soon. Yeah. Same. I'm, I'm out of town traveling. I think we're both out of town traveling the next two weeks and, or I'm not next two weekends. I should be out of town. And then you, at the same time we swap. It's states. funny. Yeah. I mean, not that we're going to your exact area, mm-hmm. but close enough that like, I would join you. We go to California when you come to Washington. It's I'm like constantly. what's going on here? Well, the strangest thing happened today. Oh. I was thinking so there's someone I used to work with and uh, kind of consider him a mentor and I'm going through some things right now. So I was like, oh, I should. I was thinking during work today. I was like, oh, I should reach out. Maybe send an email. Maybe give him a call. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have his phone number on my phone. So I was like, oh, I'll just email him. And uh, 
he emailed me like three minutes later. We haven't talked in two years. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. No. But the I fact mean, that I was like just thinking about dude. that. No, but I was just thinking about it. Oh, he emailed you. Years. He emailed me minutes after I had the thought. Oh, I thought you were. E- I thought you had emailed. No, him no. Minutes after I thought oh. about emailing him, he emailed mm-hmm. me. So you know, that's cool. Weird, but cool. Yeah, creepy. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that, but it was pretty rad. So, you know, it's one of those things where your phone's listening to. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. it calls him and tells him that no, that's, <clears throat> maybe that's he's a part of the government. So, um, I kind of feel like that was ten minutes. So, oh, that was definitely over ten minutes. What? Are you going to deeply dive into tonight or today? I don't know if it's really it's nighttime for us, but today on Namely 90s. Okay, so kind of a spoiler warning here. Um, if you're still watching the Pokemon franchise after 25 years. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's just a slight spoiler warning. Uh, I will I will I will say spoilers at some point. But uh, this is due to a certain someone leaving a certain show. And um, oh, I thought you were gonna say the spoiler is Ash gets a Pikachu. Yes, that is definitely the spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, but yes, let's let's start our deep dive. Um, which Andrew will think of a clever name of before this episode gets posted. In February of 1996, <laughs> Nintendo published a game on the Game Boy by one of their developers called Game Freak. The game designed by Satoshi Tajiri was based off of his bug collecting as a child. Releasing with two versions to start, red and green, the game was called Pocket Monsters, and it went on to become a cultural phenomenon for over 25 years. Wait, 96? In Japan. No, but that feels late. I thought it was around longer than that. No, uh, they celebrated their 25th. um, Wow. Two years ago. I did not know that was so new when we got into it. I thought it had been around for a long time. Well, it felt like it had been around for a long time because, well, I'm about to tell you. Uh, <clears throat> the Americas got Pokemon Red and Blue in September of 1998, which was two, two and a half years after it first released in Japan. Right. And last November saw the release of the ninth generation of the mainline series of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, featuring a Spanish-inspired theme to the region and Pokemon. Uh, with the popularity of the series, it was only natural to capitalize on the situation by creating an animated series, and so a Pocket Monsters anime was produced following a young boy from Pilot Town named Satoshi, or Ash, in the English dubs, and his first partner Pokemon, Pikachu. Uh, so the first episode of the Pokemon anime aired in Japan in 1997, April, uh, but outside of Japan... Uh, the Pokemon Company uh, International handles its uh, production and distribution right. in over 192 countries worldwide now. Uh, 4K, 4Kids Entertainment originally got the U.S. syndication rights for the series and starting started airing episodes in first-run syndication uh, September 8th, 1998, um, which was two weeks before the game came out uh, oh. in North America. Three weeks. Um, because I remember, I mean, we've brought this up before. Um, this was, this was on like the kids afternoon block on UPN, Mm -hmm. um, which 
one of one of my third grade friends showed me and i was like well, this is cool i need to figure get this game when it comes out um, in 1999, the WB started airing episodes on their Saturday morning children's block, Kids WB, which I remember distinctly, like, we were supposed to go somewhere, and I'm like, no, I need to be here to watch the show. <coughs> to watch it on the dubba 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 wb Yes, the, well, the kids dubba 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 The kids dubba 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 wb Exactly. Uh, and let's see, an average Pokemon episode costs $100,000 to make. Uh, after the conclusion of the eighth series advanced battle or the eighth season, sorry, uh, the Pokemon company took over rights and dubbing. And then as I out of order said, um, a moment ago, they do the international dubbing and distribution in over 192 com- countries worldwide. And in 2020, Netflix took over broadcasting rights for Pokemon in the United States, where it shows the first run episodes of Pokemon Journeys uh, and the subsequent series, which I know Andrew's seen, I think. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Kids uh, like it. I, it's, it's so weird that it's still going. And now your children are the ones watching yeah, it. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, so... Let's let's talk about Ash, Ash, and his journeys. Uh, when we first meet Ash Ketchum, get it, Andrew? Because he's gotta catch them all. Uh, yeah, gotta catch them all. Uh, uh, the young boy from Pilot Town. He is late to the day. Professor Oak gives away starter Pokemon to all the ten-year-olds in town as they begin their own adventure. Uh, we meet Ash's rival, Gary, who is Oak's grandson, uh, who picked the last starter Pokemon, Squirtle, which we find out 296 episodes later in Pokemon Johto series. Uh, Oak, who knew how many children were registered to get a starter Pokemon that morning, says, Oops, sorry, Ash, you got here late. They're all gone, except for this Pikachu who doesn't like being in his Pokeball. And that's how Ash meets Pikachu. And right. Uh, Ash it's a strained gets, relationship at first. Yes, because uh, he keeps trying to throw him into the Pokeball, and Pikachu keeps knocking the Pokeball away. Also, Pikachu's lost weight over the years, as I've mentioned before. Yeah, he used to be this chubby, cute little thing, and now he's like, he's got like a little rodent, electric rodent six pack. Yeah, he he has some nips, he has some tucks, a little lipo uh, over the season. Maybe some of that that face stuff that everyone keeps talking about that they're getting rid of now. Um, oh, the, the neck fat thing. Bu- bu- buccal, buccal fat buccal and bu- well, you can now inject. Che- isn't it for the cheeks? I don't know about that, but you can now inject a product into mm. your neck fat that makes uh, it like melt away. Oh, I haven't heard about that. That'd be nice for us. Um, yeah. no, the, it's like bucolic fat or something. Okay. Uh, it's, I, I think I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah I, don't you're know right. they, I don't know what they do with it. Um, so Ash starts going to the next town, Viridian City, and gets attacked. <clears throat> I'm on the road to Viridian City. Um, oh, and he gets attacked by a flock of Spiro led by an evil gang of uh, by an evil pharaoh. Wow, 
I get it. I, I've never said it aloud before. <laughs> uh, who hurt Pikachu. So uh, Ash was trying to get to the Pokemon Center in the next town. He steals this girl's bike. It ends up being Misty. And uh, then Pikachu thunders a flock of bird Pokemon when they're about to kill him and Ash, uh, destroying the bike, uh, which is Misty's reason for following around, following him around across two countries. <clears throat> sure. And some islands. And on um, that uh, that raft ride up to the North Pole. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> three countries or three continents or two continents, three countries. Uh, Pikachu. Yeah. So uh, after that, he sees a golden Ho-Oh fly away over a rainbow uh, afterwards. And that definitely hooked every boy from ages six to 11 who saw it, which uh, according to the ratings, there's a 3.9 Nielsen rating for the first episode that was aired on Kids WB, which is pretty high for a Saturday morning kids cartoon. Right. Um, and in that first season, Ash goes on to meet Brock and Misty and travel around his homeland of Kanto, um, earning badges at Pokemon gyms, collecting uh, and collecting new Pokemon friends like Pidgeotto, who evolves into Pidgeot, and then he releases before heading to the Orange Islands because you can't just fly everywhere. Uh, and he evolves into French carmaker Peugeot. Yeah, exactly. Because it's spelled that. It's it's off by like one. One? Peugeot is P-E-U-G-E-O-T. Oh, it's always P-I-G-E-O-T. Pugeot. <laughs> Um, Caterpie who falls into Metapod and into Butterfree and then he traded away for Eradicate at one point got it back and eventually released it during mating season in the episode Bye Bye Butterfree and Butterfree got it on with that pink Butterfree if you know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about uh, he, he got the Bulbasaur um, Charmander the, the abandoned Charmander that was like abused by his trainer and left to die uh, eventually Evolves into Charm, uh, Charmeleon and Charizard. Who, that Pokemon is fire. <laughs> yes, he is. He is a fire Pokemon. God, and, imagine if I talked like that. <laughs> that would be fun. I think that would be fun. Uh, Charizard eventually leaves uh, to train to the Charific Valley in Johto before returning a few times and is now back with Professor Oak. Um, Squirtle uh, stays with the Squ- Squirtle Squad. Beedrill, uh, he brings to Johto and trades with this girl, Casey. Uh, there's a primate who stay primate who stays to train with the fighting dojo. Uh, he got a crabby that evolved into a kingler. Uh, there's a muck and 30 Taurus uh, Taurus. Uh, and we will circle back to that one later. And also there's a Mr. Mime that's definitely sleeping with his mom. In the end, uh, Ash took on the Indigo League and made it to the fifth round, placing in the top 16 which was one level better than his rival Gary, and he lost because that darn Charizard didn't want to listen to his commands. Which I, I remember watching that, and I was like, come on, Charizard! Um, so, after that, uh, after the Indigo League, Brock uh, starts to stalk this woman when they travel to the Orange Islands. Um, she's a professor. Uh, Ash and Misty are joined by Tracy Sketchit. Do, do you get it? Do you get it? Sketch it. Gotta sketch them all. Um, to figure out the mystery of the GS ball. He also gets a lap person, a Snorlax. He beats the orange crew and wins the orange league, which apparently is not like 
renowned enough to be considered becoming a Pokemon master. It's like an amateur league. It's like a yeah, a bunch of dudes after work. It's like a bowling league, you know? Yeah, I mean, their badges were seashells, if I remember correctly. She like, sells seashells by the seashore. You could just pick up a bunch of shells on the beach and be like, oh yeah, I deserve to be in this league. Um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, he releases the Lapras that he got and uh, back with her pod because it was a baby that he found that was being abused or poached or something. And Tracy stays with Professor Oak. And Poached? You mean lightly boiled? Yes. Um, okay. It's a little soft. Uh, Ash heads to Johto with Brock and Misty to get new badges and compete in their league where he catches a Heracross, Chikorita uh, slash Bayleaf, Cyndaquil slash Quillava, Totodile, a shiny Noctowl, which was the first, I think the first shiny Pokemon we saw on screen. And he hatches an egg to get a fan fee and Don fan. Uh, Bayleaf, use Braze. Okay. But yeah, it has like a like a giant bay leaf on its head. It's just like you just add it to a savory roast that you bake for three hours. I mean, you could just have it like stir the pot with its head and then you would probably get the same effect of just throwing a, a like a bay leaf in it because no one knows what it does. Uh, Ash gets top eight in the silver conference, which was the Johto League. Uh, he beats Gary in a full battle at the end, uh, ending their one-sided rivalry. And his friend Harrison beats them both and gets top four. Uh, Brock and Misty get called home after this series to their respective gyms because, remember, they were both gym leaders who decided to leave and travel the world with this random 10-year-old that they met. Um, right, which yeah. makes no sense. Uh, Ash heads to a new region called Hoenn in Ruby and Sapphire where he meets May and her younger brother Max. Brock randomly runs into them again because F being a gym leader, I guess. Um, And then Ash left all of his Pokemon with Professor Oak uh, except for Pikachu because he would be too OP in this new world just starting out. Uh, So he catches a Talo, eventually evolves into a Swallow. He has the treco, a Trico that evolves into a Sceptile eventually, Corfish, Torkoal, and a Snow Runt that evolves into a Galilee. Um, Scottish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would you pronounce that? I've never. Galilee. I feel like I've, I've heard Galilee because um, it's that angry ice thing. So I guess that makes it Scottish for some reason. Uh, Ash leaves Brock and May and Max behind in Hoenn to travel back to Pallet Town to go to their battle frontier. Uh, where, but then they uh, somehow meet up with him again. Uh, he's offered the position of a frontier brain, which was like um, their the battle tower. So in the game, it was like a battle tower, like one of the people that worked at the battle tower that you would battle against. Uh, because you're so good, you should be a trainer that works for them. Uh, but declines and chooses to continue on his journey to become a match master. Uh, he also catches an apom during this uh, time, which he will eventually trade to Don in the next region. And uh, then May leaves to do Pokemon contests in Johto. Max returns home, and Brock leaves again. But he must be stalking this kid because he shows up in the next region in Diamond and Pearl. Ash travels to the region of Shinnoh, Sinnoh, excuse me, where no extra H, where he runs into Brock again, meets Dawn, another aspiring Pokemon coordinator like May, catches Starly, Star Raptor, 
Turtwig uh, evolves into a Torterra. Chimchar becomes a Prime Ape. Boizil, I've never said these names out loud before. Uh, Gligar evolves into the Glysaur and a Gibble. Ash makes it to the top four in this series uh, of the Chanel League, which is called the Lily of the Valley Conference. And then Brock and Don leave him, and Brock finally decides not to keep traveling with Ash uh, in the future because he wants to become a Pokemon doctor. Is that a thing? Pokemon and Arian? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The I think because there's a lot of nurse joys, yeah, <laughs> in every single town and hospital, Pokemon hospital. I think this set unreasonable expectations for nurses for me, <laughs> uh, um, because they're not all pink-haired women that have a giant egg following them around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Um, <laughs> I feel like. I'm sure there's like petitions and letters having been written by the Christians because they use the word evolve in this show. Uh, back in the day, I believe there was definitely a lot of that. I mean, there's still probably some of that in the hardcore states, but I think Pokemon has seeped enough into the conscious of, of us that uh, of the mainstream that um, there's not as much pushback anymore. Um but should we take a break hardcore yeah let's do it let's go to now let's go to brandon for the nearly 90s minute welcome back to our mid-episode break namely 90s minute every week we look back at a culturally relevant show movie or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm this week in honor of our childhood hero ash ketchum finally being released from the hell of being a 10 year old for the last 25 years we're looking back at pokemon the first movie Pokemon the first movie is the first of 23 films based on the Pokemon anime, all theatrically released in Japan, and the first 20 were in the main Pokemon anime continuity. The movie starts off with Ash, Brock, Misty, and Pikachu. Um, actually, the short Pikachu's vacation starts the movie with the gang's Pokemon at a fall Pokemon theme park and getting into a turf war with Pokemon there until they put aside their differences to get Ash's Charizard's head unstuck from a pipe. You good? Yeah. Yes. Pokemon the first movie starts after the short Pikachu's vacation with Mewtwo awakening. Um, actually, in the uncut story of Mewtwo's origin, we learn more about why Dr. Fuji is cloning Mewtwo to resurrect his dead daughter, Amber, who he clones as Amber 2, who decomposes and dies, scarring Mewtwo for Go life. Go away. The movie starts with Mewtwo learning about his origins as a clone and blowing up the laboratory he was cloned in. Then Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket, convinces him to join him. But then Mewtwo realizes he's being used as a weapon and escapes from Giovanni's gym, which we see happen in the TV series. Mewtwo returns to the remains of the laboratory he was born in and starts his evil plan to rid the world of humans. Smash cut to Ash, Brock, Misty, and Pikachu having a picnic when a trainer challenges Ash to the extended original Pokemon theme song performed by Billy Crawford, which was definitely not the first song I downloaded on Napster. After the theme ends, the gang gets invited to an island to battle a mystery trainer who turns out to be Mewtwo, who has cloned all the Pokemon of the trainers that he sent invitations to. Also, he enslaved the local nurse Joy into being his lackey. Mewtwo challenges all the trainers to a battle with his clones and just attacks them until Mew arrives to square off with Mewtwo. Pikachu and Team Rocket's Meowth and their clones realize how senseless the violence is and make peace with each other. So Ash takes a cue from that and like any 10-year-old child left to fend for his own, out in the wilderness, 
runs directly in between two super powerful beings wielding energy balls at each other while he yells about making peace not war or something instead of instantly exploding like he should have he gets turned to stone dead but then Pikachu cries and all the clones cry and all the other Pokemon cry and the tears bring Ash back to life and also convince Mewtwo that humans aren't so bad so Mew and Mewtwo take all the clone Pokemon away to live in harmony and Mewtwo erases everyone else's memories and then for some reason Ash mentions that he saw a legendary bird the day he left Pallet Town. And that's Pokemon, the first movie in a namely 90s minute. More or less. And now back to the show. Uh, let's see. Ash takes a trip with his mom and Professor Oak, who she's definitely sleeping with if Mr. Mime isn't already sleeping with her, uh, to the New York inspired region of Kalos in Pokemon Black or in Black and White. And uh, he decides he wants to travel around Unova. After losing, nope, sorry, Kalos, nope, Unova. Meant to write Unova, meant to say Unova. Wow. Uh, well, that said, cleared it up. When I said Kalos. Um, <laughs> Ash, yes. So, New York inspired Unova. Um, Ash meets a girl named Iris, who's an inspiring dragon trainer, and Sillin, a, a local gym leader in Unova, I should point out. Um, I, I stopped watching the show after the Johto series um, and I stopped playing the games uh, around after uh, Diamond Pearl. So this area is completely new to me. It's not that I didn't okay. play them. I just didn't like play them hardcore because um, I completed the Pokedex in Gen 4 and then haven't looked back until later. Uh, he leaves all of his Pokemon behind again except for Pikachu. Uh, he catches a P-Dove, which evolves into an unpheasant, uh, an Oshawott. <laughs> I feel like you could work for Nintendo as like their localization guy that just does the puns. But the names have really <clears throat> devolved, so uh, to speak. No pun intended. Uh, Oshawott, uh, which is the um, just one of the, the water starter for that uh, area. Uh, T-Pig, and P- that evolved into a Pignite. Snivy, those are the three starters from that region. Uh, he got a Swaddle, which evolved into eventually into a Levaney. Jesus. <laughs> These words are just... <laughs> a Palpitoad uh, caught a Roggenrola that evolved into a Bulldor. And a Sunglasses-wearing Crocorock that evolved into a Crocodile. And hatches a scraggy. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. I know, these are all words that exist. Uh, Ash only makes it into the top eight in the Virtress Conference, uh, which is the Innova League. And Iris and Cillin depart after traveling back to Kanto with him. Also on that trip, they meet a journalist named Alexa, who uh, in X and Y leads Ash to the French-themed region of Kalos and leaves him at the Prism Tower. Uh, Ash meets some new friends, Clement and Bonnie, and learns about mega evolutions while there. They eventually meet a girl named Serena, who was saved by Ash when they were younger. Uh, Kids, uh, they're supposed to be like 10 still or something, so I don't know. So they were three at the time? Uh, They were at like a Pokemon camp at Professor Oak's place, which was when they were like six or something. Um, 
Ash again leaves his Pokemon behind for the new region, I think. Uh, he makes friends with an injured Froakie who eventually becomes a Greninja that Ash uh, has some secret bond to uh, that, and becomes Ash Greninja, which was a popular thing for a while during the series. Uh, he also catches a Fletchling that evolves into a Talonflame eventually. A Halucha hatches a Noe Bat that evolves into a Noivern. <laughs> this is unreal. <laughs> yep, these are all words. There are a over a thousand Pokemon now. Uh, and rescues a Gumi that eventually evolves into Gudra, who leaves during their tra travels there. And Ash makes it to runner-up in the L Lumios conference, uh, losing the final battle to Elaine. Elaine? <laughs> It's a guy. Alan. Uh, Alan. Alan with an I. Uh, another rival he picked up in the region. Serena, Clement, and uh, Bonnie leave Ash as he returns to Pallet Town again. So uh, we're, we're almost there. Ash goes on vacation with his mom again, this time to the Hawaiian-inspired region of Alola, and they change his art style to look completely atrocious, <laughs> uh, which is the, the modern art style, but less refined um and professor oak asked them to take an egg to his kooky alone living cousin samson uh while there ash learns about a pokemon school and learns about z rings and z moves which is the new gimmick for this generation and decides he wants to stay and study there and do the island challenge to get z crystals boy the japanese really like cultural appropriation don't they they i mean so the first the first three regions uh, or the first four regions were based off of the four different islands of like four different main islands of Japan. Oh, okay. The uh, French Island, the New York Island. <laughs> uh, no, those, that was the fifth, sixth, and now seventh. I can't keep it all straight. So the original Kanto is actually a name of the, of the actual right. region in Japan. Uh, Johto is based off of, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, Hoenn, and then Shino, those are all based off of the four different Japanese islands or something to that effect. Um, so once they were done appropriating their own culture, they then went out and tried to find stuff elsewhere. Ash catches Rowlet, uh, a rock rough that evolves into a lichen rock. Litten that eventually evolves into an incineroar. Uh, <laughs> Naganado. I, I looked at the photo of this one and I do not know what it is. Naganadal. Yep. Uh, and a Meltan that evolves into a Mel Metal, which that's from Pokemon Go. Uh, Ash enters the first ever Manolo conference. <laughs> it's like a flying dragon with a hypodermic needle on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't recognize it because I, I mean, I have it. It's in my Pokedex, but. Do not recall seeing that. Uh, the Alola League Championship. Uh, he enters the first ever Alola League Championship and wins. Um, and Ash finally says goodbye to his friends slash classmates and returns back to Pallet Town once again. And now let's take a pit stop into some controversies uh, that Ash has had in his journeys. Um, it, of course, we've talked about some of these before. Uh, especially during our, I think it was this year uh, or this past uh, yes. holiday specials um, where we did the episode on Jinx, the Jinx, Jinx Christmas episode. Jinx. I don't remember which, uh, what the episode was called. 
Um, but there's also Cyber so- Soldier Porygon, which induced 685 seizure- seizures among Japanese children uh, due to a cyber battle. I put the wrong do there. Uh, cyber battle with red and blue flashing lights appearing on screen too quickly and cause seizures. Healthy. Uh, the episode Beauty and the Beach with James and his inflatable boobs. I've talked about that one before, too. Uh, uh, also, Misty gets sexualized in a swimsuit, and she's supposed to be like 10. There's a comment to be made there about <clears throat> that. I'm not going to go. Oh, there yeah. That, it's definitely. Sure. A, yeah. 20, 25 years ago. Uh, ja- I mean, I don't think Japanese culture really handles trans uh, well. Or apparently sexualizing children well. Oh, well, yeah, I mean... Well, like they're a, fictional children, it's fine. No, no, I, that's not what I was saying. I was going to say, like, a, a famous manga artist uh, in, like, the last year or two got, like, arrested for just having loads of child pornography. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, uh, although I don't think his his art style had children in it. So that's the even creepier part because he claimed it was for research. Oh God, I love America. Wait. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why you get arrested and prosecuted. Uh, legend, uh, the episode legend of Miniru, Miniru. Uh, the Safari zone warden has a gun. And so it's banned in America because you can't show guns. on. Yeah, you can't portray guns, but you can buy an AR-15 to shoot up an elementary school. Oh, exactly. Uh, he catches like 30 tourists, or Ash catches like 30 tourists in this episode, and because he's, he's just, missing, you have he's no just idea. mowing them down. He's just got, <laughs> the gun- he's got well, a bump stock and an extended uh, you know, magazine. He- well, it's an, it's a six-shooter pistol, but he shoots, he shoots uh, uh, at them, and <laughs> Um, not Ash, the Safari Zone Warden. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure like he shoots like James in the head, but James doesn't die for some reason. Is there any way to put a banana clip on a six shooter? There must uh, be. I think, I think you'd have to like replace the magazine with some sort of like Tommy gun style. He just loader. He just lobs a flashbang or or like a, a Thompson gun. Flash you know, grenade. They have, they have those. Like, yeah. R- the drum. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to like modify a, a, a drum type. Uh, you probably could. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he catches 30 Taurus and then like in the series, you're just like, why does Ash have 30 Taurus at Professor Oak's place? Never know. Uh, then there's the ice cave and the other jinx episode, which is the one that we watched for the Christmas specials uh, because jinx uh, looks like, um, Sambo and uh, or back when they it's colored. definitely a blackface situation yeah uh, back, back well back when Jinx was still colored uh, black instead of purple um, the two episodes there were two unaired episodes in Japan because of this of a tsunami type attack from Pokemon which in the wake of the Ooh, um, tsunami from uh, that caused the Fukushima meltdown I couldn't remember which one that was uh, in Pokemon XYZ, yes, there was that was one of the later seasons of Pokemon X and Y. Uh, examine your zipper <laughs> when Ash loses to Elaine. Oh, yeah, the episode where he loses the championship. Elaine contra- from Seinfeld, Alain, Alan, Alan with an I, uh, with an extra, extra character. Uh, the Charizard that. 
Allen uh, should have lost like the Charizard should have lost the type advantage to Ash Greninja uh, and like the entire series they're like oh Ash's Ash Greninja's mega connection is more powerful than a regular mega evolved Pokemon and people our age just got so mad about that for some I reason. I thought you said MAGA. <laughs> Ash dons a red hat on his Greninja. Make Pokemon great again. That that's why they got rid of the the old red hat that he used to have. Um, also, uh, in an episode of Sun and Moon, that's banned. Uh, Ash Ash puts on what looks like blackface to capture a primate Pokemon called Passaman. Yeah, uh, I mean he's no Robert Downey Jr. He can't just get away with it. Well, I think it was like camo, but it was still halfway there um and uh also there are some temporarily removed episodes after 9-11 um including the tentacle episode that was in like the intro like they show they show the clip of the tentacle just smashing into the building in every in, uh, uh intro but they never showed the episode and then um the an episode titled tower of terror which i think was the haunter episode and finally, Ash's final seasons uh, take place on Netflix in Pokemon Journeys, where he works for a Pokemon lab in Vermilion City, uh, Viridian City. I want to say it's Viridian City, not Vermilion City, uh, with his new friend Go, named after the game Pokemon Go for some reason, and their friend Chloe, who's the professor's daughter that they're working for and Go's childhood friend. And Ash technically hasn't aged, but it feels like he's at least aged, I would say, four years at this point. Yeah, how can they just arrest the passage of time? Right. Uh, And he's at least taller and older than both Chloe and Go. Um, So, like, at the least, he's 12. I would say he's at least 18. Um, And shouldn't be hanging around these children. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, in this series, he travels to a new region called Galar, which was featured in the last generation of games, as well as all the old locations that he had already been to. Uh, and then Go's job is to catch every Pokemon he sees. And Ash wants to take part in the Coronation League finals, which requires him to battle all the trainers from around the world to rank up into the top eight participants. Uh, he also learns about Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing, which is the gimmick for this uh season series right uh, ash catches dragonite gengar farfetched which evolves into surfetched and he hatches a realu that eventually evolves into a lucario and he brings back a fossilized pokemon called dracovish uh because they combined two fossils that shouldn't have been combined together and brought it to life because they're crazy uh wow. as of the last uh part released on netflix Ash is in the Masters 8 tournaments, but hasn't participated in his battle yet. So if you're avoiding spoilers, skip ahead three minutes or come back when the English episodes have come back and come out. Um, Ash wins the entire tournament. He finally wins. Like he finally won the Alola tournament, but that doesn't mean anything. It's their first first tournament. Uh, He wins the entire tournament from all of his journeys uh, with Pokemon from all of his journeys. And then, yeah, that's. He's finally won. Uh, so he parts ways with his day job uh, and go and meets up with Misty and Brock to finish out his tenure as protagonist of the series and meet some other old friends before bowing out. Final episode should be airing this week in Japan. Uh, but as of writing this, fans are just angry that uh, Team Rocket has disbanded officially in the third to final Aww. episode. 
yeah, after chasing after Pikachu for 25 years in what appears to be a single year of, of life. Um, but yeah, uh, so Pokemon, the animated series. So is Pokemon, the animated series finally over? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. <laughs> There's still plenty of money to be made, so I'm sure it'll continue. Exactly. Uh, aside from the numerous movies and side stories, and mini-series, I didn't even talk about like the t- well, 30 movies they have. Um, and so the franchise continues. That's yeah. me imitating the voiceover from the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, there's no way it's over. In in fact, the new season starting next month in April uh, starts stars two new protagonists, Liko and Roy, as they travel around the Paldea region, which is the setting of the current generation of games, Scarlet and Violet. Um, as they attend the Pokemon Academy and venture around the region, uh, Liko is a girl native to the area while Roy comes from Kanto, which is Ash's home region. And, uh, between them, they'll have all three of the Paladin starters, uh, Sprigato, the weed cat, Fuoco, the fire dragon lizard thing, and Quaxley, but, eh? Fuoco. Fuoco. And, um, Quaxley, the gayer Donald Duck, um, who evolves into a very um, performative um, dancing duck. There will be, I'll, I'll send you Wait, a video. No, wearing no underpants. Uh, it's a, it looks like a skin tight suit and a boa. Uh, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you the videos later. Uh, there will also be another character, Freddy, Freddy, Friday. Uh, Freddy wants a nanny. Freddy needs a nanny. <laughs> whose Pokemon is Captain Pikachu? Because you can't get rid of the mascot. So, so long, Ash. May your final journey be a fun one. Yeah, that was a long, long, long bit of post nineties content. It was a you. lot, but uh, it was. Yeah, I didn't even go into like the side stories of Ash battling whatever evil is going on in that region. Um, I mean, they managed to milk like three to four years worth of uh, season or series out of like a game for a setting. So it's it's been a long run, Ash. It's sort of miraculous. I think. Part of the, the issue is like obviously they were appealing to different generations as they went along, mm-hmm. but like things get too complicated, you With know. The mega evolutions and the Z crystals and the like. It's just the case where a lot of things used to be a lot easier, yes. but as they've evolved, so to speak, they become <laughs> overwhelmingly complicated and like inaccessible if you're not, if you haven't kept up. It's like the whole Marvel thing, right? Like it's now fairly inaccessible if right. you have not seen most of the previous movies. Right. Like I mean, it gets now TV series. And it's, it's like daunting for a newcomer to get into it, you know? But for Ash though, you can jump on at any point because it, it doesn't, he, every episode explains the same thing as I will probably mention in my name. nineties minute uh, that we heard earlier. I guess you could say that Ash has finally burned out. <laughs> and uh, that's it for this week's deep dive edition of Naomi 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. 
Join us next week for another variety show episode. Find us on Instagram at naming90s with 90s and tell us what you want us to talk about on future deep dive episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash naming90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, naming90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Audible, Pokemon, Deezer, TuneIn, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. Por aqui.